0: Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com sleepin terms apply.
1: I'm sick and tired of folks reducing a revolutionary warrior to a dreamer. Dreamers don't get assassinated.
2: We are African and we happen to be in America. We're not Americans. We are people who formerly were Africans who were kidnapped and brought to America. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. The rock was landed on us. What up world, this is Anthony Roberts here And welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is Where Filtrum Becomes Extinct In the studio with me this week we have our resident political expert of sorts, Christian Evans Alongside myself, Gabrielle, and Dr. Safisha Hill She came back to throw around some topics with us this week So on this episode we're going to dive into talking about MLK And go a little bit beneath the surface of the I Have a Dream speech We're going to talk about Obama's last term in office And Michelle Obama's role in all of this and more So without further ado, let's get to it Gabrielle, back in the studio. How you doing today? I'm good. How are you? All right, man. And we have Dr. Safisha Nzinga here back. She only gave us an hour the last time, so I had to get her back in here so we could get the whole Two unadulterated hours of nastiness. No, she's here to educate. (laughs) She's here to educate us uh, today today about you know a lot of stuff going on with Black History. We're going to talk about MLK. We're going to talk about the Obamas uh, with this being his last term. We're going to talk about who you are. Who am I? Who know who and whose you are? As Dr. Hill said uh, a couple of about a month ago when she came onto the show. So we got a lot lined up, and we definitely want to talk about Bill Cosby again. I feel like we talked about it a little bit last week, but. Um, I think we need to dive a little bit into it. I think we kind of focus more so on uh, his attorney, Michelle, uh, is it Monique Presley? Not Michelle. Monique. Uh, Monique. Michelle is a white person's name. No, it's not. It's Obama's (laughs) wife's name. And literally, I was going to roll with that until I was like, oh, that's Michelle Obama. Can't do that either. So Michelle and Monique, we definitely going to be talking about that. Uh, Brian, you find the camera, bro? Uh, It's in your car that's your fault yeah so (laughs) it just dawned on me i handed the tour and i was like hey make sure you got the camera so it's in the back seat of the car when we take a break man we'll get it so don't worry about it bro not a problem not a problem so dr hill uh glad to have you back today
1: well thank you my brother for inviting me back
2: oh man you know i gotta get you back when we talking about anything (laughs) black Gotta have you in here, man. Every time, I think I'm gonna have you like a like a, a liaison or an analyst, mm. a black analyst of so any time we start talking about something we unsure about. Even if we got a call, yeah, we're gonna get gi- yeah. That's me. We're gonna mm. get gi- it. What does that mean?
0: Subject matter expert. God damn it, thank
2: you. <laughs> Didn't know nothing about it. Didn't know nothing about it. But yeah, when and when you're not here, we're going to definitely do the 214-431-5062 number where we're going to give it to you and have you call in. And every and anybody who's, who's listening today, if you want to call in or chime in on the topics that we're discussing, you can just hit us up again at 214-431-5062. If you've been an avid listener and you want to continue listening, just keep, uh, keep up with us at www.therealityis.com or follow us on Facebook or any social media. Instagram twitter at @therealityis.com uh therealityis, not .com. but how are you guys doing today man
0: I'm great been a Hungry. crazy
2: week i woke up with liquor in my stomach from last night and i said i got to go i got to go to taco bell i'm a starving i'm going to pay in 2 hours if you know what i mean yes <laughs> taco bell man that thing yeah but hey it, it does the trick last <laughs> night was fun though i think when we went to the african american museum it wasn't poetry to me. It, it wasn't, was. It wasn't the right setup. So last night, we all went out to the African American Arts Museum because they were supposed to be having like a poetry night. Well, to me, when I think poetry, I think intimate. An intimate setting maybe a 100 people, but 100 people that you can control.
0: Right. I feel like it could have worked, but it just wasn't. It wasn't controlled It wasn't a controlled environment It was, right The The ticket booth Was right by the door The porch was right by the door So whenever you walked in Like if I'm talking to you When I walk in We don't know that someone's Like on Right Yeah, it's, it's a line We don't know if somebody's Speaking already Because the The performances were right by the right door. Right in the middle. Right in the middle of the room. And then, like, you really couldn't understand that well because the mic was really muffled. So it was a good idea but just execute poorly. Ex-
2: yeah. And see, like, when I walked in and I saw you guys, I was about to just walk straight to you. And then I was like, okay, well, I know, excuse me, I know that I have to pay to get in. So I was like, okay, where's the line? Didn't see the line. So I walk up to the booth and it was like 10 people that was like, hey, the line is back here. Right. Like, You made me think about the episode of Martin where they was like, you got to go to scratch. Oh, yeah. and Martin was like, where the hell is scratch at? And it was like, a little white man Waving back. way in the back I was just like Alright well let me Let me go ahead And pay my money Even when I paid the money I'm hot nature I was in there two minutes Yes And I was like I gotta get out of here yeah. Gotta get out of here Had a suit coat on And yeah. a full buttoned up shirt I felt like um, a slave Because how hot it was It was like a whole bunch of black people Packed in like a slave ship Oh, <laughs> So I was just like I gotta get out of here Then you had you know in the slave ships they had the lower row
0: Oh yeah, they had Then they the had the middle road. Then oh, they had gosh. the top row
2: And that's how it looked I was like all these black people packed in here like slaves And it was like I said on top of being hot On top of being poorly executed I didn't hear one poem I heard somebody say respect the mic And I was just like nobody's even listening and I just think
0: it was, we stayed a little bit longer and the, some of the, the, the spoken word was really nice, but well, it just was like, and you could tell like if people liked it, people yeah. were quiet. Yeah. If they didn't like it,
1: they were just like, Oh, were Hey, just, what you, they were in? just talking, Where, and, boots?
0: right? It was just, it was the yeah. one girl stopped like three times and was like, I'm gonna wait on y'all. See,
2: Hers wasn't good though But I'm just saying But that's like church When the pastor preaching He like y'all gonna be quiet I'm gonna yeah. get this word <laughs> Y'all listening And see somebody Like I had a couple people Ask me They was like You gonna do poetry And I'm like I don't wanna do anything That's not gonna be respected And oh, I feel yeah. like With poetry Like I feel like mine is good I feel like But I feel I started, like it should've been you know? respected
0: Period Because it's period. hard for you To get up to get uh, up in front up of, of all front them of people, people. people and, and, and speak something that you That came from your heart, heart Something yeah. that you worked hard on and, and then everybody just talking And disrespecting your time And dis- disrespecting the work That you've done
2: Yeah and that's why I say for me When I think poetry, I think of an intimate setting. Um, I think they had enough space to where if they wanted to do something in several different rooms, they could have done that. They could have had like they had the black art. They could have had somebody showing people around to look at the black art. They could have had the poetry. They could have had something going on upstairs. They could have did multiple things. Are you a poet, Doctor? I'm pretty sure you wrote something.
1: Yes, back in my undergrad and high school days, in fact I was part of an organization called Inner City Poets. Okay. So uh
2: What was what, what do you remember one of the names of your poems?
1: Uh yes, but I don't think I can say it on the radio.
2: I was about to say, is it like hang that white man or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: no, no, no. How come you can't that.
2: say it? Well, you know, I understand it's your yeah. professionalism. Well uh, if you want to over the break you can whisper it to me and I'll say <laughs> the name for you.
1: And we can get well, it out of the way. Some of them were love poems, and some were uh, uh, about being black, of course. Okay. And,
2: uh, well, we're going to have re- to. I want to read one of those. One I of came
1: days. into my stage of radicalism, as it's called, when I was in the eighth grade.
2: And that's early. Mm-hmm. I just really feel like I started, like. I've always been kind of outside the box, but I was telling Arteezy, I was like, I feel like the older I get, the more I'm getting in tune with like who I am. Now, don't get me wrong, I even still find other races of women, uh, uh, like, attractive. But like when I see black women, like like last night, being at that event, I was telling Arteezy, I was like. <sighs> It was a lot of beautiful black women It was And it was just like It was It was uh, was just awesome to see And I told Brian When we came in I was like bro It was a lot of beautiful black women I always wonder in Dallas I'm like where are they You know what I'm saying And they all look different They all look Different shades Different Mm -hmm. sizes I was also telling somebody I was like When you look at a woman A black woman's booty It's like You got the booty Then it's the cuff With a white woman Even if they got booty It's like booty Then it's like a line You know what I'm saying Like it's just They worked for it to get it But Mm -hmm. black women just have it
1: and purchased it it. Or they went and purchased
2: it But with black women It's always a cuff Like you know Cuff is like You'd be like I got you (laughs) If y'all heard that thump That's me cuffing this table It's like I got you But you know what I'm saying Like with Mm -hmm. with with white women Or whatever It's like You you know I ain't saying They don't have none Because they work for it But it's different And just seeing that last night Seeing all the curves And I was appreciative of it
0: It was this one girl And that's what her That was what her word was about Because she had a huge It was huge It was a huge But it was huge When I see booty I just be like Mm. Did you did you see
1: her? You want? I, oh yeah. Mm,
0: I
2: don't know.
1: She did like the measurements.
0: Oh yes. She told her, her, her measure her her bottom measurement was 56. Oh my god. How did I not see her? It
1: was Jesus.
3: Christ.
0: She, she was on did. the stage. Yeah. What color was the dress? She didn't have a dress on. So she had on jeans and uh I but it didn't you, matter.
2: Wait a minute. She had the black top on?
0: No. Was it, I thought it was mustard color. It was like a mustard color top.
2: I'm sorry. I I saw so many. That's you no, see I'm like cuz there like, was one girl I saw that had like a maroon dress on that was fitted Then there was another girl that her had like a black Her measurements
0: were like 34 26 56. Or god something like that. damn. I need 3 more for the lottery. If
2: you <laughs> just
1: Ball. If you come to Oak Cliff,
2: I'm always out there. You
1: will find the sister.
2: But what part though? I mean, like, I guess I hang out because you we're always in Oak Cliff.
1: Because do you go to the conscious spots there?
2: What's the conscious spots? You got to hit me. No, no. If okay. I'm asking, I definitely you don't. don't yeah, Right.
1: <laughs> right. No, you in Oak been. Cliff, of course, I have a space called the Act of Change. Okay. Okay, we're preparing to begin our Freedom Fridays every Friday uh, night from uh, seven until black folks go home. And then our like Black that. Studies class, mm-hmm. we're doing a free Black Studies 101, beginning in February on Monday.
2: You're like a Negro superhero. I'm an African. Seven until folks go home.
1: Yes. I ain't
2: never heard of that.
1: Yes. And then we have Pan African Connection Bookstore and Resource Center.
2: That's what I was going to ask you. I was talking to some people about you about the last show, and I was like, she has, she deals with like a whole Africana community. And people were like, where do she find the stores? Like, where is it at? Like, how do they, how do you get into this network of knowing like what stores are black stores? Like, if it's a black grocery store in the DFW, it's, if it's like a, like you said the black bookstore like a lot of people don't know that these things exist because it's not something that's like commercialized on television or something.
1: Well this is a part of being connected to the black community. Okay. Pan-African Connection has been around for over 25 years. Okay. Okay. Uh, They were located on Jefferson Street and they went out to South Dallas and they're back in Oak Cliff now and they're at the intersection of Marcellus and Ann Arbor and they're five minutes from where we are the active change we're in the Lancaster Keith Shopping Center on the back side and in fact we're we're going to have uh, Astra Quezzi will be speaking at our space. He and his wife mm-hmm. will be speaking on um, February on uh, March 5th, in fact. I just spoke with him this morning. Okay. And we've confirmed that we're also going to have Dr. Malefi Asante will be coming in soon. So we have a lot of cultural events uh, between the two of us specifically. And also here in Fort Worth mm-hmm. you have uh, the Doc Bookshop. Okay. So, you know, we are working, we've always worked together yeah, and we support each other and you know it's interesting when people say well I didn't know that existed well I mean if you have no interest in black culture and history you won't seek you out won't these, seek it, yeah. these, these things yeah. so you know it's, it's we're, we're always doing something and in fact what I do in my class is that uh students must purchase my books. They have two 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 options. Uh-huh. Uh, one is at Pan African Connection and the other one is at Doc Bookshop. Okay. And at okay. Doc Bookshop they actually bring the books out to the class.
2: Okay. And actually, uh Christian just walked in and he's joining us and glad to have you back. He was actually the one who asked me well, this is uh Doctor Hill, Doctor Hill Christian. Me, yeah. And this <laughs> That that under and overhead, <laughs> but uh, he he was the one I was talking to about like the the uh, Africana community and like the bookstores and everything else, like how to find them, where to find them, and and where to go. So, I guess for me, when I think about stuff like that, like it's intriguing to to know that it's out there, but. Again, I get what you're saying, but like, is it like a website or something we could go to to like actually find that? Because for me, yes, I'm not going to lie. I do want to like, I am in tune with my blackness and I want to know more about these things that you're talking about, but I'm not going to lie. Like I don't first in my mind think like African American black, you know, books. If
1: you go to any major city, you look for the black owned bookstore. Okay. If there's a black owned bookstore, they have all the connection resources to connecting with other black folk. Okay. Who are doing things to uplift black people.
3: Okay. And you I have get black-owned bookstores. Yeah. That's what, yeah.
1: <laughs> Fort Worth. Yeah. Now I know the black adopt, The Adok Bookshop now is the largest black-owned bookstore yeah. in North Texas. Okay. What is it called? Doc D O C K Doc Bookshop. Is
3: that they have here, a website. We it's in Fort Worth. It's Fort Worth. in Fort Worth. It's, Fort Worth.
1: it's on Meadowbrook. Okay.
3: okay.
2: Now what Eight twenty. And the other one was Pan.
1: Pan African Connection in Dallas at the intersection of Ann Arbor and Marcellus. Okay. Okay. And That's then you right. have my organization, the Act of That's Change, and we're located on Lancaster and Keith.
3: Okay.
2: In Dallas. All right. All right. And I got those, and I'm. And these tap are it
1: independent organizations. You have others that are controlled. Under the city, yeah. So you have the museums, you have other spaces uh, that are controlled uh, by the mu- by the uh, city. So mm-hmm. they won't be there until Black go yeah. home. Yeah,
2: they closing that ten
1: because they have keys, but the keys don't belong to, to, to them. them. Yeah, my keys belong to me.
2: All right, mm-hmm. own them keys, then. <laughs> I wish I had a beat. Own them keys.
0: Jingle lingling.
2: Ling ling. <laughs> 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 you gotta have some uh, side effects to go to it. I wanted to talk about today, like uh, Martin Luther King. You know, his birthday was on Friday. Was yesterday. Yeah,
1: the 15th. I Mm -hmm. drunk too
2: much. I literally did. Mm -hmm. So his birthday was yesterday. And then, you know, we're celebrating on Monday. And one of the things that I wanted to ask, and we can all kind of chime in. But I wanted to start with you, Dr. Hill on when you think about MLK, like what does it think? What is what comes to mind? And with that being said, do you think the dream that he said that he had is being played out today?
1: Well, first of all, he was not a dreamer. Mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of folks reducing a revolutionary warrior to a dreamer. Dreamers don't get assassinated. And what the media has done successfully and effectively, they have convinced us that he was a dreamer because all we hear is, I have a dream. I have a dream. Uh, But we never hear hear, hear the piece in the speech, and I want to read this to you. Okay. If I may because in my class, I ask students to go through and look at the speech and to dissect
2: it. So you're reading a part of that. That's a lot of paper.
1: I'm reading just a little part. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Usually I paraphrased at it. the time I wanted to read this. No, now, fine. what we never hear in these little TV clippings and radio clippings, I Have a Dream, which is the very, very end of what he says. The speech was about 13 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. But something that he says, he also said, no justice, no peace. This is what he said. It will be fatal. What does fatal mean? Death. 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 For the nation to overlook the urgency of the moment. This swirling summer of the Negro's legitimate discontent will not pass until there is an evagorating autumn of freedom and equality. He goes on to say, those who hope that the Negro needed to blow off steam and will now be content will have a rude awakening if the nation returns to business as usual. There will be neither rest... Nor tranquility. What is tranquility? Peace. Peace. In America until the Negroes granted his citizenship rights. The world wins a revolt. What is revolt? Rise up! We'll continue to shake the foundations of our nation until the bright day of justice emerges. Mm. Now we never hear that because see we don't read the speech. We allow the media to dictate to us. And what I say to my class all the time is someone else's perception becomes our reality. Sure. So we just hear and so we repeat. Well, he had a dream. There's a clipping where he talks about this dream was a nightmare. We never see that. Yeah. If you pay attention to Facebook posts, you'll see it. Uh, there's a young man who worked with him as a teenager, Reverend Peter Johnson. I've had the pleasure of standing on protest lines with Reverend Johnson. And he said to me, I think it was maybe year before last we were protesting somewhere. He said, the dream was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And we want to make...
3: What, is, what do you mean by the dream was a nightmare? What does that mean?
1: It means that black folks got tired of getting their heads beat in. Mm -hmm. If King was such a peaceful dreamer, he would not have been assassinated. Mm -hmm. There was a hit on him.
2: So like his dream was turned into a nightmare. And
1: so the last two years he woke up, he began to speak out about the war and other things the government was not comfortable with him they wanted him just wait just wait just wait
3: and this was johnson he was an Alps, agitator right? he was in an agitator
1: eyes. and see when malcolm Told them, folks, and Selma. If anything happened to King, you have to deal with me.
2: Because that's when they started. That's what I was going to say. Like in the movie Selma, they started kind be- of, you know, working together or having the same mindset or agenda of what they wanted as change as before. You know, they used to kind of be opposed to each other because Malcolm was the more militant, and you know, they saw uh, Martin as the one as the the white people could kind of play along beat with him it. down Yeah, beat him down do what they wanted to do but it started and to not shift. suffer
1: any consequence. True. Sure. and see you know we should also know that martin luther king met with the honorable elijah muhammad so you know society wants to dumb down king they really want to punk him out that's really what they they try to do and then we just follow well he was a dreamer no he wasn't yeah. what state of conscience are you in when you're dreaming when you're
3: you're sleep. you're
1: right. sleep. He woke up. Mm. He woke up.
3: So would you say it would be accurate that maybe at one point... It started as a dream. Uh, I used to read Word Up magazine. Uh, I just was going to go. <laughs> Nobody got that one. Uh, I got it at the <laughs> <laughs> it But would you say it started out that way and then he evolved and eventually woke up? Because it, see, his rhetoric at the beginning was very, I mean, it was very dreamy. Like, you know, we want to live in a place where, like the beginning of the speech that we hear all the time yeah. with black children and white children and everybody could stand together. And, and walk hand in hand. you think hand it, it kind of started that he, way, but over time he that and was just,
1: the end, and that was just added on. Okay. The original speech did not have, I have a dream. The original speech did not have that. This was something, he had a conversation with someone, and they said, you know, I really dream of this and this and this. So he added that to the end of the speech. Okay. That was not part of the original, but we just tagged him as this dreamer. Yeah. Dreamers are not dangerous.
2: No, nah, until you start like actively putting it out there, it's kind of how they say it. Like when they when they talk about church and stuff, when they talk about like, you may. You know, you know you may look at God and Jesus as your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ but it's like until you start witnessing or telling people about it that's when they be like you become dangerous to the devil because you're able to oh, yeah. recruit more people and have that vision or the agenda of Jesus Christ and whatever going forward <clears throat> with that being said and we'll come back to King because it just done on me so what do you think about like Jesus you know like it's a song I was listening to where they were like um, the white man's God is supposed to save us and it's like if you are like pro black and you have that military mindset like when you think of Jesus or you think of God what do you think of like what is your mindset around that because it's like on every poster it's a white man so and 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 you know if you know the Bible you read the Bible the description does not describe He's, a white Jesus. He
1: looked like you. Well, right.
3: I don't know if he was that dark skinned.
1: <laughs> he looked like you. Well, you he know, tried. But, but, but,
3: he but, tried but, it.
1: But, <laughs> Excuse you. I'm just kidding. Two things. Two things. And I am not a Bible scholar at all. Yeah. But. History and geography are very important. There's a verse in John that says, when the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph, he said, take the child and go to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Heron was out to kill Jesus, the Christ. Yeah. His last name, he wasn't Mr. Christ. He, that was the title. You And if you understand that the original word for Egypt is Kemet. Mm-hmm. Kemet means the black land. Yeah. You cannot take a blonde-haired, blue-eyed child His mama, daddy, sisters, and brothers And hide them in the land of the blacks Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. That whole Jesus thing just It kind of messes me up here Because it's like a virgin had a baby I mean, we look I mean, you you can crack joke Yeah, that's what I'm saying It's just The whole biblical part of it to me Is just like I I don't know man The older I get The further I'll
3: get away From the Bible I'm sorry Man You just dropped some serious. It's hard to have Those conversations With people too Because then they're like Well don't question What I've built My whole life That's black people period They tell you Don't question What mama told you I I just wanted to make One quick comment One quick comment About Jesus And kind of What you said earlier And remaking A man in the image Of a different race So I think Martin and Jesus Have similar Kind of I don't know storylines right they kind of came out of I won't say nowhere but at very young ages right and they were agitators in the same sense that Jesus was coming up against the inhabitants of holy land by um, by the don't give me the lie Gary ain't here I'm sorry (laughs) by the Romans right they were you know they were inhabiting their land and Jesus was agitator like hey get them out of here and in a similar way right Martin Luther King was an agitator like hey we are maybe not in our own land but we are I guess the undercast of this society and I just you know found that interesting that you brought Jesus up when they kind of followed similar paths and like you said they were both assassinated. assassinated yeah because the dream was got too real. Whenever it, I guess it seemed like they woke up and they started speaking against the powers that be. What you writing down, Doc?
1: Well, we, we must understand again: <laughs> history and history are two different things. Yeah. Uh, Jesus the Christ. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out where uh, Paul and John and Peter. i from? To, yeah. Where yeah. they? Where did they? They come from? If you look at the story of Asar, or set, and Heru Horus you will see very similar to the life of Yahshua Jesus yes right very similar uh, you know Greek folk had a, this thing about going in and changing history yeah changing the names and the images and doing things to put their faces on our stories right and we are told see on the plantation you was told don't you question Massa, Massa. And then when Michelangelo did this, uh, this uh, you know, picture of Jesus, he used this guy, uh, Borgiano, um, I'm saying his name wrong, the, the, uh, uh, the spelling is, uh, yes, what he just said. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Brian be knowing, right? he, be, he be on them YouTube this videos. This was the
1: <laughs> model for Jesus. Didn't look nothing like the description. Yeah. But see, we are told don't question. Mm-hmm. So when you talk to Negroes and you say, "But the but the scripture, don't you question God when you're little and you're asking yeah. Mama and them questions don't about question church?" Don't question God. Mama, I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. You can't say it because then you get a fist in your mouth. But understand, on the plantation, great-great-grandma and great-great-grandpa were told, don't you you question Massa. Then they're given an image of God God, who looked just like Massa. So it's passed down generation, generation. And guess what? We still don't question Massa now. Massa can tell us anything. We don't believe it. Now, if I tell you something, mm, mm, but let massacre and tell you the same thing that I told you, yeah. all of a sudden, it's fact.
2: Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, even like when you think about it, um... And sometimes it is true what I'm about to say, but if you go to like the black side of town, and we talked about this last time, just, let's just say you go to a black store on the black side of town, and the service may be like, they may be procrastinating to get to the register, or something may not be of quality. And then you go to the white side of town, and you're like, okay, the quality is better over here. Sometimes it's like... It's Self-fulfilling prophecy? Some, yeah, to an extent. Because it's kind of like, okay, you don't want to talk bad about black people and how they do things and how they handle business. But sometimes we we live up to those things that people say that we are or we aren't.
1: But we accept when we're in the white store being followed around, being profiled, mm. not being waited on. Mm. We think that's okay.
2: No, I don't. I walk I out. If somebody don't speak to me, I will I not purchase. Out. I walk right. out. I right. do it all the time. But I do the same thing. Like Just like if I get something on the black, I don't really accept it from I don't Anybody. care who you are.
1: Right. I have never went into a black establishment and received poor service. Yeah. I and we always want. We you always want a, a hookup. No, we true. always want a discount. We want a hookup, but we never ask Mister Charlie for a discount yeah. or a. a, a now that's Now that's up. true. No, that's we true. think that the white man's water is colder, his grass is greener, his education is better. His women are more beautiful. And so, you know, we are confused about a whole lot of things in our daily lives. And because we are taught to hate ourselves, mm-hmm. this comes out of enslavement of our people. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, when you're little and your mama you, oh, girl, your hair show is nappy. I'm going to have to press this, straighten it, because even the image of beauty is, is messed up. Yeah. But you see white girls trying to be like the sisters yeah. now.
2: And that is weird. Even like the thing, like I've heard people talk about when they were young, like their mothers trying to shape their noses yeah. by kind of. Doing this
1: What?
3: Yeah
0: And I guess not. Me and my mom Talk about this all the time Because my mom looks Well you seem like Almost exactly like me And I've never She's never like I mean Tried to shape my nose Never talked about my complexion And I have like Some of my relatives Like you know Who are like me Who are dark skin like Mm -hmm. me Who are always saying Like I don't You know Like My uncle is dark But my aunt is light skin So she'll My little cousin will be like You know I wish that I Was light skin skin. And I just don't Understand because, like I said, my mom never did those yeah, things yeah. like shake my nose or made me feel any type of way about my complexion or going natural
1: or you know, yeah. in, in it any way be subconscious- because she loves <clears throat> herself and she right, loves yeah. You, yeah, and she passed that down to you. And yeah. so, you know, we have this whole issue of co- co- colorism, we have so many issues in our mm-hmm. community, and it's all linked back to our history and our culture and how we be today, yeah, how we be today because we are we, we still don't know who and who's or we keep trying to be like somebody to be accepted basically by white folks. And we have yeah. to learn to love ourselves, and we have to teach our children, you know. And and you know, shades of color. I love my chocolate skin. Right. I do too. Because 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 I know the older I get, I'm well preserved right, right. now. <laughs> right.
2: Okay? Yeah, they had that. I think I sent it to I'm Chris too. I'm gonna look too, like
1: this when I'm 60 and when 70. Um, mm-hmm. When
2: yeah. I think it was the meme picture where it was like the the Hispanic lady. Oh was yes. like I'm 50, and the black lady was like I'm 75, and the
0: white and was like, lady was I'm 10. <laughs> <laughs> she looked
2: like she looked like she was about 80 years yes. old. And I was just like You know what I'm saying Like it's so true You know And I mean To me when it come to racist jokes Those be the best jokes I don't care what race is about They're well thought out And well executed
0: Oh yeah But you know I wanted to say about the um, Like just going to our establishments I have also found Like whenever I go Say like a, a black owned hair store Yeah the, the the products are more expensive And I honestly do get ruder service yeah. Like whenever I go in there It's like I go in there Asking questions Don't nobody know anything You know mm-hmm. Then it's like $5 more expensive yeah. than the Chinese shop down the yeah. street cuz I don't want to shop down there yeah. because I don't like the fact that they come to our neighborhood, sell our products and then go back to, you Wherever know, Flower Mound uh, uh, yeah. or, uh Plano yeah. and taking all of our money. But it's just kind of like if I go into a black establishment to get a hair, you know, to get some color yeah. or something and it's $12 and when I go over here yeah. it's $2. Hey
2: bro, what a way cap. I, I don't I don't know.
0: know. Right. Or it's just kind of like, you know, you just get really bad service. I will give you some places to go. You're going to have to because I mean, when you said that that's
2: why we all kind of laugh. Well, was you know, like,
0: it's a matter of fact. It's this place it's in Cedar care. Hill, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's this place in Cedar Hill. It's a black owned, you know, hair, hair salon. Yeah. And you go in there, and like the women are rude, and it's just like, you know, I, I go in there, I speak, don't nobody say nothing. Can I? Can you tell me where the, you know, whatever it is? And then when you get the, you said instead of you know, you like, okay. Usually, whenever you go over, it's like to their shops. They're like, oh, let me show you. I go to the black shop like it's over there. And it's like mm. like where? You know, like it's uh, go over there around the corner and it's like or I gotta wait well, for you gotta to finish. Like I need you to show me. Right why or do you I gotta wait for like you like that finish your
1: I don't I don't know. I feel sh- like I'm friendly when I go are in there. Are you sure it's black-owned or that now they are have some black folks in there? They say that. It, w- w- right. Well, yeah, that's what, true, What, too. what, what yeah. happens, I, I have a sister friend uh, who owns Empress Beauty Supply Store in uh, Lancaster. And there are maybe five black-owned Black beauty supply stores here is very difficult for them to mm-hmm. get in mm-hmm. because the other folks controlling the market. Right. Yeah. right, so they had to buy their products from them and they upped the price mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, uh, right. So, so you know, there's always a reason why the prices are mm-hmm. different. And just recently, in fact, there's a clip that I had on my page where uh, the uh, Nation was able to. Uh, uh, they stood in front of a Korean-owned store and directed everybody down the street to the black-owned owned store. The sister said that her Sales increase the first uh, day fifty percent, and the second day one hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, cause Sweet. I would definitely go.
0: Yes. I don't even really go. I, I just
1: go to that I will go out of my way to go and support a black-owned oh, yeah. owned, owned business. business, right? Even yeah. if I got to pay a few dollars more because I know where that money's going. And see, so, yeah. and honestly, the
0: issue wasn't the price. The issue was the service. It's yeah. like I don't want to come in here, and I'm trying to support your business, and then you like talking, you know, talking crazy to me. Black like you, like,
1: asked to see the owner.
2: That's what I'm going to do the next time. Well, next if a white man as come as out, as well. if a white person come out, I'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, don't worry about it. Right, right. Take your ass back to the back, man. Don't even worry right,
0: about don't, it. No, this right, it. it. Extra virgin this is why, hair. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> don't even worry, right. don't even worry about it. You want to know why they control the market? <laughs> because it's, it's their hair.
1: Right. <laughs> and here's the other thing. More and more sisters are going natural.
3: That's so true, They yeah. are
1: losing money. It, mm-hmm. They're That's losing money.
0: uh true. And I feel like those are the most expensive products. Oh,
3: man.
1: by the way, you are gorgeous. thank Gorgeous. you are just gorgeous
2: she didn't tell you about that time we had that first live event and uh, the owner was there oh, yeah. and the owner like he he just kept looking at a white dude he just kept staring at her like Jesus and it was like he she, he shook your hand and he held onto her hand and I was like this nigga wanna fuck he trying to give you that white D I don't give it to him negative
0: I ain't gonna
2: be a- it goes down in the DM. <laughs> But I was like Yeah he was like He was lusting And his girl was right His woman was, he was, she, was right she was right there She was right there And he was just like In awe
0: They always are
2: I, here. I say
0: the same thing. I always feel like
1: the, the ones that hate us the most, they probably they, like they have the worst The same with well, white women. But see, what we must remember is that they was on our great-great-grandmamas, too. Yes. Yes, they were. You know, because, you know, she's exotic, and they look at you, and you're exotic, and like we, an animal. We're not even following
2: the point, but I don't even care. So what I want to talk about, <laughs> since I got you in here, why can't we get... Like what's going on with this this black on black love? This is what I'll say.
0: What, what do you mean? Like you don't like what? Like like why is that a thing? Sexual
2: black on black love. Like the black and like black on black love. Like making it work like between the black man and the black woman. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like a lot of times we've talked about this before. Like black women are so reserved mm-hmm. when it comes to like sexual their sexuality and like it being intimate and open open with their man to explore different things. Yeah. I know you've experienced this.
1: Black women are raised like. Just differently like, I was gonna say like Black just women are sex, raised yeah. Differently <laughs> Black women are raised Differently You are not raised To go out there And be a hoe I mean you ain't right. gotta Be no hoe I but know
0: but But, but you, what you don't Understand is that if that's, if that's the way That you're raised It's hard to just Turn that switch off And be like Okay yeah. now I'm married Now I'm with the person I love Now I can just Do whatever I want yeah. When you've been raised All your life That all those things Are wrong
2: Do you so think that women Do you think that I don't think it's wrong For women to explore sex With and And even if it's with multiple men. Now, this is coming from a person who grew up in church, in a holiness church, and I used to be like, I was so contradictive. I think I've told this I don't know if I've told it on the on the mic, but I remember um, you know, growing up they were like, Don't get tattoos, something in the Bible it says about scarring your skin. And I was mess I was talking to this one girl, I just burp, don't want to hit you with that Taco Bell burp. That's so right. I'm trying to get it on outside so i was having sex with this girl and she oh. wanted to have a tattoo she wanted to get a tattoo and we had talked about it. i'm like you don't need to get a tattoo wait a minute bible hold, says, on, hold on i know it's contradictive already the okay. bible says <laughs> blah 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 so right. she in went, high school yeah no this is my first year of college okay and she went on and got a tattoo and when i discovered the tattoo i was hitting it from the back and i was like you got this tattoo and she's like you're really asking me about this tattoo right now when you're having sex with me which is also a sin in the Bible because right. it's premarital sin. Right. Like that's how screwed up I was. Yeah. So it's like it's just. So what would you rather give up, the tattoo or the sex? Um, because <laughs> you got about thirty of them. Yeah. Oh, I'll give it, man. I'm giving up all of this for sex. I'm telling you right now, if I if haven't you, if tested that thing, I'm not one putting a ring
3: in. That's the, that's the one. I'm gonna break it. That's the sin that I'm gonna break. I'll follow every other thing in the Bible, but break but the but sex, sex, sex? you're not physical,
2: you're not supposed to have me locked up, not having sex before. For I'm
3: not supposed to put I a ring a on her if I know I've I can curse again if you said you can curse <laughs> I have sex.
0: I have a friend and she <laughs> she is she she's married now. Yeah. But she has she has an issue With being intimate With her husband A lot of but women that's because, Have that issue But that's because cause She and I Have had a conversation About mm-hmm. it That's because Of what she was Always taught And then she was You know It's, it's pretty much That sex is to have kids Pretty much So like for her to I guess Explore all these Different things With her husband It's not as easy as just like Okay I'm married now. now I'm You know Doing the right thing In the sight of yeah. God So now I can just You know Turn it out She still has Issues with, with that
3: But does I think a lot of the times Maybe the men Aren't Awakening that intimacy within the woman. Like if you're just showing up with your dick out and you, you know, right. and then you ain't warming it up, <laughs> got to show the, up and show yeah, out, right? You gotta give the, you gotta make the woman uh, like compel her get to do it, yeah. right? As opposed to just like thinking that it's owed to you. I think <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of what out. you say. I think that's, I mean, I, I think agree. that's hyperbole, but. That's kind of what we do. We're like, yeah. "Hey, I'm here. My let's hard, let's, let's go. go." You know, and it's from like, from
1: well. an elder sister per, per <laughs> perspective, let me yes. share. do so on, us tell us how to creep yeah. up <laughs> on that pink monster. Let me share this. Oh my god, I uh-huh. was so <laughs> ridiculous. Mm. Showing out. You know, it's easy for us to to uh, fake. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You fake. hit it. You yeah. hit it. Exactly when you said, you know, maybe he's not her to that space where she feels free to do this, right? Yeah, because anybody can hump. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take any effort. It really does. And what I always say is that I want a man who can make love to me from across the room. Ooh, mm. Lord! If he has the ability mm. to do that,
2: mm. make love to you from across from the across room. From across
1: the room, from across the miles, from seven hundred miles away, wherever. If he has the ability to one. do that. I am going to be more open Mm. to him. I think prisoners. Because I'm sorry. If he can excite me intellectually and spiritually, that other stuff, it only lasts a little bit. Yeah. Then it's gone. Women are very different. Yeah. We are more...
3: Sapiosexual.
1: Emotional in terms of if we lay with you... Mm -hmm. We're giving ourselves to you. see, Mm -hmm. that energy is being transformed. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for men, you can say, oh, I slept with her, and it did not mean anything. Of course not. Oh, yeah. But if a woman, usually, there are some who are trying to, you know, get away from it. But if we give ourselves to you, we're giving all of ourselves to you. Yeah. Not just the bottom down. Ooh. Okay.
2: I tell people all the time, if you get a woman's mind, you can get get whatever you need from that. If you get a mind. Mentally Yeah But I mean I think And I agree with what you're saying About being able to You know Make love or uh, get you turned on from across the room. I used to be pretty damn good at talking on the phone. When I was in high school. Oh man, talking on like I mean, I, I I would four oh, or five hours. Oh my god, and a whole <laughs> the CD. Fuck are we talking about for five hours? <laughs> right. No, phone. you hang up. No, you hang up on three. Hang
3: up.
2: <laughs> All that shit used to be the like shit, man.
3: What are you talking about?
1: When you <laughs> get into your fifties, the game changes. What you
2: got to do then? Prepare me. I like to know so I can I use need it to now. Yeah, my fifty. Yeah. <laughs>
1: See, uh, men don't always uh, don't maintain back. themselves. Okay, right? right. so as a sister gets gets older, she wants somebody who can excite her in other ways, and mm-hmm. I don't mean just sex because yeah. the intellectual transforms over to the sexual. Yeah. Okay, so you know, uh, brothers get to a certain point they y'all just can't keep it up.
2: Wait a minute Are you talking about Keep up like time or the no, meat? No
1: she's keeping it up She said I mean, My meat gonna perform. be right You can't it perform up. It Okay You get to a certain stage right. In life You're not able to perform So
2: I'm going perform It's gonna take you longer so To get there So I gotta there. put a stint On that thing I'm gonna perform
1: You have to learn How to be affectionate
2: You do yeah, I'm not good with that. I'm there. You have I to can't. learn
1: how to be affectionate. And, but only if you feel and I don't even understand. a certain way towards a certain woman. Yeah. Yeah. You can't fake affection.
2: No, you can't. Right. a woman can feel it. That's true. I'm pretty good with that. I'm just lying. It just she has to be something to pull it out, out of me, though. by the way
1: that you look at her. Oh, yeah. yeah. By the way that you touch her. I mean, just those are things that, as women, we can tell if it's fake like, yeah. or not. Yeah.
3: That's very true And a man knows it Oh yeah He knows it Like when you wake up in the morning If you love If you're like Affectionate towards a woman That is the first person That comes to your mind That's all you can think about All the time Is that woman And it shows In your actions towards her Yes I just think I think relationships to me
2: Are harder these days Because there's so much Opportunity for other things Yep like think I mean I wasn't
0: You mean like the, for as, as far as like Social media like far, Yeah social media
2: like, Even sex Like sex is so much Easier to come by With social media you, you, You're connected To everybody All the time right. As opposed to Back in the day Like me and Chris Was saying like You talked on the phone And you had to talk And sometimes you After the first 30 minutes to an hour You're not talking about Nothing
0: But the same thing Like you said w- w- Back then You didn't have a cell phone So you weren't talking All yeah. day You weren't texting all day So when you got home You sat down You talked on the phone You weren't watching TV You weren't like Playing a game on your yeah. phone, so you were more attentive than now. It's so much.
2: I can't even be on the phone for more than 10 minutes. Like, if we ain't that's talking so about no, no, And that's, that's so true. Go. You can
1: play now, but see, I'm telling you, for, for, for for me, and I see this all the time, you, know, you play, 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 but then you get to a stage in life, particularly if you're single, where you get tired of having this mm-hmm. woman, this woman, and you want somebody who really cares about that's you. That's true. And then for some brothers, by that time, you begin to really look for something serious. That's late. true. And a lot of times, it's like you end up by yourself. And I see brothers all the time in their 50s and they they long for that one relationship but they don't know how to secure it because they've been playing so much all their lives.
3: That's true about wanting, when you get to a certain age, yeah. I mean, you're all playing this game, you know, the, r- the relationship, like I, me and my buddy were have, or we were there, you were there, yeah. we were talking about you know, at this point, both male and females, we kind of live life through situationships. Yeah. So like, at different levels of that situationship, you know, you have different, like it could be me, you know, we have a relationship as friends, but there's some level of romance maybe too that's yeah, involved with added it. Into maybe it. we switch Together, maybe we didn't. Maybe we kissed. Maybe we're both thinking about it. Like that's kind of how we live our lives. And to another point, how uh, y'all were talking about there's so many distractions. I think we are as n- unpresent in our daily lives as I've ever seen. Just take last night. We had a little get together. Everybody Snapchatting or mm-hmm. taking a picture to post on social media as opposed to just sitting there and looking the at the person and talking to people. Right. <laughs> it's like we're never present in our daily lives. And it's like even relationships, they're driven through text messaging more so than actual communication. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think... Social media a lot of the things that we have now are great, but I do think as people like we're just not present right. in our daily lives anymore right. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break because
2: we got to pay some bills And we're gonna talk about what do you need in a relationship personally? I guess from all of us and try to figure out like how you feel like it can be successful If you get what you need and I know for me sometimes you have to balance what you want and what you need I love this okay. So that was part one of episode 43 As you can see we got deep into the conversation And lost track of time So basically we gave you guys a 2 for twofer So scroll up and down according to how your timeline is set up and listen to part two as we loosen up a bit See you on the B side
0: Yeah I just showed you my age you get that job in That's only four hours away Take a car, take a plane, baby Whichever is faster